You're listening to the PMO Strategies Podcast, where PMO leaders become impact drivers. This is episode 41. Hey, Impact Drivers, Laura Bernard here. Welcome back to another episode of the PMO Strategies Podcast. As you know, I am your host, and I am so grateful that you are investing your time in me so that I can help you make a bigger impact in the world. Today, we are going to talk about an extremely important topic for every single one of us, and that is productivity. I'm going to share with you my best secrets in a resource I call the One Hour Manager which walks you through a process of having your most productive day, week, month, and year using just four simple steps a day. Now, before we dive in, I want to make sure that you know about the Impact Inner Circle Membership Program. We are reopening the doors to our completely redesigned, revamped, customized experience for PMO leaders, program and project managers, portfolio managers, anyone trying to make a huge impact through the power of project management. Now, inside our revamp program, you get a really customized experience to access the training you need, the templates, tools, support, guidance in over 50 different eBooks, and my playbooks around PMOs, project management. It's just-in-time training, learning, and resources to help you make that big impact you're trying to make in your organization in a very easy to use format that you can take with you on the go. That's right, we now have an app that you'll be able to use to access all this great content so you can continue to build your skills, your leadership competency, your organizational change management strengths, and everything you need to accelerate your career and make a bigger impact. Plus, there's just really practical stuff in there too. When you need something, we've got it. So make sure you head over to pmostrategies.com forward slash membership to check out the updated membership program. And I cannot wait to see you on the inside. Okay, let's dive into today's episode. One thing that I've noticed is that there are certain times during the year that we really get inspired and energized to get organized, to clean out, to renew. Whether it's New Year's resolutions or spring cleaning time, There are times of the year where we really focus on hitting the reset button. But what do we do later in the year to get ourselves reset and focused on what matters? We all get so busy in the day-to-day of doing our jobs, and sometimes that means we forget to do the things we know will help us be our most productive selves. And the most important thing you can do for yourself every day as you are setting up, running, or just even trying to figure out what the heck is going on with your PMO or your projects, is to take time for yourself. Take time to think. If you listened to episode 37 with Lindsay Scott, we talked a lot about self-development and continuous evolution with the PMO, with our own personal, professional experience and leadership competencies. And Lindsay asked me, What was going to be my big focus for this year that I was going to use to develop myself? And you know what I told her? I told her it was going to be all about making space and finding ways to clear my mind, 
so that I can focus on bringing more value and services to all of you, my impact drivers, my impact community. And part of that is making sure that I take time to clear my head, to think, to meditate, to reflect. And another part of that is making sure that every day is super productive. So in order to create the space for me to take time to clear my head and reflect on where I want to spend my time and energy and let the new ideas pour in, I've got to make sure that the time I'm spending otherwise is super, super productive. And as I was reflecting on how I could make myself more productive, I thought, you know what, maybe I should share this with all of you. Maybe you would be interested in learning my one hour manager technique and tool set to get hyper productive, hyper focused and create more space in your day. Now I'm going to be completely honest with you here. My life tends to be chaotic because it's so chaotic. This technique is incredibly important. And the most important part is the discipline of doing it. So what I'm going to share with you today is something that I learned how to do a while ago and need reminders every once in a while to put in practice. So I'd love for you to give this a try. Let me know what you think, and we can go on this journey of creating a more productive environment, more productive day, and creating more space for thinking and reflection. Frankly, this system that I built came out of a sheer need to find a better way to survive before I could even thrive in the organizations I was working in. You see, I always saw those folks that came in super early in the morning, well before their first meeting. And for many years, that was not me. Between family commitments, commuting, and a packed calendar during the workday, all I had time to do was get in and get settled before my first meetings. Oftentimes more than one meeting an hour and two different places I was quote unquote supposed to be at once. I'm wondering if that resonates with you. So that meant that I was constantly rushed into work. I was rushing into meetings and before I knew it, my whole day was over. And I would look back on the day as I was driving through traffic to get home between conference calls I would have even while I was driving in or out of the office and wonder what was actually being accomplished that day. I knew I was busy. I knew I was in a lot of meetings. I knew I was able to move a couple of projects further down the road toward completion. But was I really as productive as I could have been? No, definitely not. There is a huge difference between being busy and being productive, making an impact. I wonder if you've ever felt that way, felt like you are so busy and your schedule is so packed, but how much of it is really helping to create value in the organization? How much of it is really moving your PMO forward? or your projects forward. So after a while of having that experience, I really reflected on what I was seeing in those people that came in early in the morning. And what I noticed, those productive and successful people that seemed like they were always calm and always had their act together, they came in an hour earlier and took that hour for themselves. So what do you do if you're starting to feel like the chaos is just too much, that you're not as productive as you like to be, you've got to take an hour for you. Take an hour to think 
and plan before you do. Aren't we always telling our stakeholders and even our project managers, plan, then do. And you know, you've heard yourself say it, plan, plan, plan. That's how you make sure your project will be the most successful, right? You say it again and again to your stakeholders. But if that's the case, why are we caught in a vicious cycle of do, do, do with no time to plan ourselves? It's like the plumber with the leaky faucet or the cobbler that has no shoes. Frankly, we've got to take our own medicine. And I know there's just no way you can squeeze in one more hour on your calendar this week, much less adding an hour per day. Trust me, if you do it, you will be forever grateful that you did. Those people that are calm all day, even under pressure, I know that they're doing that planning before the doing. And you may not see it, but they probably have a process that allows them to think and prioritize before they act. And this is something you can do today, but you don't have to. After you've listened to this podcast and maybe joined our membership program to take a look at the resources we have around the one hour manager, you might want to just put a line in the sand and say, this is when I'm going to start. If you don't think there's a way that you could block an hour on your calendar, today to start? Fine. Don't. Start tomorrow. Start next week. Heck, start next month. Just make sure that you start. The way you ensure that you will start is to write it down and commit to it. Look at your calendar now and find the first place you can block an hour on your calendar and block it. Then do it again at the next possible spot, even if that's a few days or weeks later. Then keep doing it until you are far enough out in your calendar to start doing it daily and make it a recurring appointment with yourself. And I'm serious about this. Pause this episode right now. Take a look at your calendar and figure out where you can block one hour. It doesn't have to be in the morning. It can just be sometime during the day. It might be for you easiest to do this over the lunch hour. Or maybe you're an early bird and you want to come in a little bit early one day. And don't worry, we'll talk through what to do if you don't think you can pull this off every day in the beginning. But the key to getting an outcome you're looking to achieve is starting, making a commitment and starting somewhere. So pause this episode, go find a block on your calendar where you can just block one hour for you and then look for the next spot and do that. Just get a couple on the calendar and then come back to me and let's talk about how you're going to use that time to be incredibly productive. Once you have those blocks on your calendar, whether it's daily or weekly to get started, you've got to make sure that you protect that time like your job and your sanity depends on it because it does. Okay, so how are we going to use this time? Now that we've blocked it off on our calendar, what's the best way to use this time? I'm going to break it up into four 15 minute chunks and you can go right to the website and download the transcript for this. If you want to have your list of questions in front of you. So make sure you do that. You can go right to the website, pmostrategies.com forward slash zero three nine to download the transcript and keep this with you at all times. But don't forget, you can also join the PMO strategies membership inner circle and get access to the one hour manager resource in there plus our guidance on how to use it. Okay, let's dive into how we break down these 15 minute chunks of productivity accelerators. The first 15 minutes is used to reflect. 
Now, whether you do this at the end of one day or the beginning of the next, you want to ask yourself some really important questions about where you've been. How did it go yesterday? What worked? What didn't work? What roadblocks kept me from progressing the way I wanted to? Did I accomplish my number one important goal for the day? If not, why not? How do I learn from that and do better today? And also, how does that win from yesterday help me prioritize my day today? Not sure about that number one important goal or your priority from yesterday? Don't worry, that's what we develop in the next 15 minute section. So part two, the second 15 minute section is planning. Now, this should be obvious to us as PMO leaders and program and project managers, but do we do it? Sometimes, but frankly, not often enough. This is your opportunity to take 15 minutes a day to plan what you're going to get accomplished in the day, and then you'll have that information in front of you when you reflect on the next day and what you're going to need to do in the next day, depending on what you accomplished. So think about your most important goals. What must get accomplished in the day and how are you going to have the greatest impact possible? So here's some questions you can ask yourself. What is the most important task I can do today to have the greatest impact? Where will I spend my energy today doing what matters and that is so critically important? We can get so caught up and lost in checking emails or checking status of things and there might be a more valuable way to spend your time. Now, in the next 15 minutes, we're going to talk about managing your people and your team, and that's where some of your priorities for going forward may come to light. So keep this in mind as you get into this rhythm. You'll start to recognize a flow of reflecting on the prior day, planning your next day, managing your people, and then ultimately taking time to make some progress. That's the four steps here. So first, we're going to reflect on what we did the day before and what worked and what didn't. And that will be based on the plan we've put together, which is the second 15 minutes. And that plan, of course, will be modified based on what you did or didn't accomplish in the prior day. Okay, what other questions do you wanna ask? How many meetings do I have on my calendar? And which ones could I delegate or decline? Think about it. If you're supposed to be in two places at once, you're either going to have to set expectations that something's going to get missed and upset somebody, or you can find a way to delegate that meeting. And frankly, if it's just informational, you may be better off declining it. Imagine if you could have that time back to be more productive, move something forward, or do this one hour planning session for yourself and for your day and for your team. Could you decline the meeting and then just get the notes afterwards and read those notes in 10 or 15 minutes? as opposed to taking an hour to be in the room. So just give that some thought. Obviously you can't decline every single meeting, but some of those people that I used to see that were so super productive did not say yes to everything. They figured out where they could spend their time and energy to provide the most value, to move a project forward, to move their team forward, and they focused there. Another question you wanna ask is, who on my team could really use some help? When you do your third 15 minutes, which is managing your team, you will start to see places where you can help people and support them and help them move forward. What do I need from my leadership team? Don't forget to keep that front and center. Now, when I share about my one-page executive dashboard, which I did in episode 36, I talked all about getting your leadership team or your sponsor completely laser-focused 
by creating a list of items requiring management attention and showing them where and how you need their help so they can move your project or your PMO forward. So that's an important thing to be reflecting on and planning is what do I need for my leadership team and how am I going to prepare them to help me, to support me, to make a decision, to reach out to someone, to move something forward. Another important question, where am I stuck and who can help me move beyond this obstacle? Whether it's someone on your leadership team or someone on your team that works with you, it's a peer, a colleague, who is it that can help you get unstuck? Oftentimes we get stuck on things and then we spend way too much time trying to solve a problem ourselves that could be easily solved by asking someone else. Now, I'm not saying abdicating responsibilities here, but I am suggesting that oftentimes we can move something forward so much more quickly if we get very clear on what we know, what we're stuck on, what we don't know, and where exactly someone could help us move beyond that obstacle. And finally, how am I going to make time to accomplish my most important task for the day? Now, this, of course, comes full circle because when you do your one-hour management process the next day, you'll, of course, have this planning that you did from today to reflect on and see what did get accomplished and what didn't. And I think it's super important that we pick one thing that is our most important thing to get done in the day, and we make sure that happens above all else. There's a lot of noise and a lot of things that can get in our way like meetings and interruptions. So are there places that you could decline a meeting or delegate it so that you can block off time to accomplish your most important goal for the day? All right, the third 15 minutes is all about managing. One of the best mechanisms that I've ever learned for keeping your team on track and headed in the right direction is the 15 minute stand-up meeting. Spend just 15 minutes a day with the team you manage and ask them three questions, just three questions. And don't let them go on and on with a laundry list of everything that they have on their to-do list for the day. That's not the purpose of this meeting. The purpose is to ask three simple questions so that you can understand where they're focused, what they're trying to accomplish, and where you or someone else can help. You will see a pattern that these three questions are really buried in the first 30 minutes you're spending of the day on reflection and on planning, these three questions are really the result of that reflection and planning time you spent for yourself. So make sure that you consider these three questions, not just for your team, but also these should be the three things that you can answer yourself, maybe in a 15 minute meeting like this with your peers and supervisor to summarize your reflection and planning process. All right, the three questions are this. What was your biggest win from yesterday? Did you accomplish your number one priority objective for the day? If not, why not? What lessons are to be learned so we can shift and retry? If so, you did accomplish it, why? This is a chance to thank someone else that helped you or shine a light on the goals that you were moving forward, or just bring general awareness to where your priorities and impacts are. So you'll want to ask your team this question. What was your biggest win from yesterday? and let them talk about and reflect on that answer. As you get into this routine, you'll see that you can really knock this out in 15 minutes or less, assuming you have a team of no more than maybe eight to 10 people. Because again, it's 15 minutes and we only wanna allow a minute or two for each person. So you've asked them what's their biggest win from yesterday. The next question is, 
What is your most important priority for today? Your goal is to get them to talk to each other and you about their most important priority for the day. Verbalizing that priority with others creates a sense of accountability for the person that's making that commitment out loud of what they're going to accomplish. And it also creates an opportunity for alignment or avoiding misalignment with what others believe their most important priority should be. These should be sized such that they can be accomplished in one day. Otherwise, everyone will just start reporting the same thing over and over and over again, and you won't know if any real progress is getting made. And they should show how they're progressing towards the greater goals. The idea is to get your team to start thinking in terms of priorities and sharing and reflecting on where they can make the biggest impact in a single day. It might be an important meeting. It might be an important deliverable that they're creating. It might be a conversation that they need to have. But when they tell you their most important priority, I think it's important that you challenge them to say why that's the most important or what outcome will be achieved as a result. One big thing I talked about in episode 36 when I was talking about the one-page executive dashboard and stakeholder communications was making sure that you don't just talk in terms of outputs, but that you're crystal clear on the outcome that will be created as a result of that output being delivered. So you don't just want to say, my most important priority is to create X deliverable. You want to say, when this deliverable is created, this is the outcome that we will achieve. We will move another team forward. We will be able to go into a different phase, thereby moving the project forward, etc. It's got to be something that really clearly shows what they did accomplish and the goal. Now, what will they accomplish and the outcome that they're going to achieve as a result? Third question you want to ask is, where are you stuck? This is a great place for your team to tell you and the rest of the team what's standing in their way of progress. Again, you do not want a laundry list here, just the big thing or person that is standing in the way of them accomplishing their priorities. Don't be tempted to solve all the stocks on your own. Sometimes there are other members of the team that can help solve the problem that one of the other team members has while you keep others moving. This is a great opportunity for you to delegate. Just because you're the leader of the team does not mean that you need to be the superhero that solves every problem for everybody it can be far more effective for you to facilitate in that conversation and maybe point to somebody else on the team that can help solve that problem. You wanna encourage others to step in and help their teammates solve a problem or point them in the right direction of the answer that they seek instead of just giving them the answer or always solving the problem for them. Sometimes just clarifying something in a sentence or two in response to what they've said can remove someone's perceived stuck and get them going. But don't use this as a problem-solving meeting. There isn't time. And if you try and solve everybody's problems in that meeting, you will only get through a handful of people and you'll leave others feeling like their contributions are not valued. So answer a question if it can be answered very simply, like, I need a yes or no decision from you on X. Okay, give them that. But then that's it. Keep the meeting moving forward. Always use time after the meeting, which we'll talk about in just a minute in the fourth 15-minute segment on things you can do if you're the person that's creating somebody's stuck. Once your team has answered those three questions, now it's time for you to answer those three questions yourself 
for your team. Many people feel like they don't understand what their boss is thinking or working on or what they're doing in a day. And this is your chance to help shed a little bit of light on your day, your priorities and your responsibilities to help them understand where you are headed and what matters most to you as you look out for the whole team. This is a great way to open the kimono, if you will, and help them see what it's like in your role, what you're focused on. And this creates great opportunity for alignment because your team members will now know where your energy and focus is going to be and they can try and help. Now, you wanna make sure that you keep this whole process short, simple, and no more than a minute or two for each team member. Don't worry, that doesn't seem like much, but the commitment to the meeting every day will help alleviate concerns that they aren't getting enough air time with you. Remember, sometimes this might be the only time during the day that you talk to your team members, and it's really easy to dedicate 15 minutes a day to focusing on them. I mean, they are the people that are helping you make an impact, right? So it's incumbent upon you to show them that they are important, that they are valued, and that you want to keep everyone in sync and moving forward. All right, the last 15 minutes is a chance for you to go get it done. You wanna use this 15 minutes to make progress. Now, before your day gets out of control, and because I know you probably work in an environment where it's not easy to just block off all day to work on your most important priority, make this 15 minutes sacred. 15 minutes to focus on your most important priority for the day. And it may not seem like a lot, but sometimes it doesn't take much to keep the momentum going for your project, for your PMO, for wherever you're stuck. Do you have a meeting later in the day where you're hoping to get some decisions made? Send out a quick note thanking the participants for making time for your meeting and tell them what to expect and what you want to accomplish in the meeting. That's a great way to help set expectations and let people know what must get accomplished before they leave that room, and that helps get everyone laser focused. Or is someone waiting on you for an answer so that they can proceed? Did somebody stuck in that 15-minute team meeting have to do with something you needed to do for them to keep them moving? Well, go do that. Make the decision that's needed and send that email now. Or is there something you can delegate so that progress is being made while you're in other meetings? Find someone that can do it for you and make it worth their while to do so. People often need a little motivating to make your number one priority their number one priority. So make sure you find their WIFM, their what's in it for me, to help you out and get aligned. All right, now, what happens if you can't make this happen in the morning? That's okay. Do it at the end of your workday, or even if you get home after your workday and you wanna do it in the evening before you go to bed or first thing in the morning when you wake up before you get your day started, maybe while you're having your tea or your coffee. Just make the time to do it. If you do this exercise regularly, this will be the most important hour of your day. And it's just like physical exercise. You make it a habit and before you know it, you are so much more effective, efficient, and impactful every single day. This is the hour in your day that lets you know whether or not you're accomplishing your goals, keeps your team moving forward, and even offers you a chance to course correct if things aren't going as planned. And I have one bonus for you, and this is not something you need to do necessarily every day, but when you're in that 15 minutes 
reflecting on what you accomplished the day before or what didn't get done or where you might have had a roadblock that you have not addressed or maybe an interaction didn't go so well. Maybe once a week you want to go back and look at all of those reflections that you had from the daily exercise and figure out where you can create opportunities for self-development. One item that can be super helpful to your self-development is taking the time to conduct a mini lessons learned on a regular basis. You can either add this to your daily or just do it in your weekly routine to help you consider ways that things could have gone differently during your week and what you would do about it next time. One easy way to do this is to go back and look at your week's worth of one hour manager resources and see what you put under your reflection. Did you make a note that there was something that you wish would have gone differently? Why did your stuck end up getting you off track for the week? And then you use time once a week. I suggest Fridays always as opposed to Mondays so that things are fresh in your mind if you work a Monday through Friday schedule. But take a few minutes to look at that and figure out where your opportunities for improvement might be. Now, maybe you're saying, I don't really think I need that extra step in the process. Okay. So have you ever felt like you have the best comeback or response to someone that said something to you? but it comes to you hours or days later after ruminating on it? Well, this is like that, but using our reflection time for good instead of dwelling on it. What happens is that we reflect and dwell on things that didn't go the way we wanted them to, and if we aren't careful, we can get ourselves incredibly worked up about things that have happened and worry about the impact that they could have on our relationships, our career, our future. Instead of letting that powerful reflection energy go to waste, I suggest that you take a little time on at least a weekly basis to consider situations that have taken place during the week, meetings, conversations, email communications that maybe didn't go so well, and what you might do differently next time to improve the experience for everyone involved. Taking a few minutes to reflect and write down your thoughts will go a long way toward helping you improve your communications for the next time, and maybe you will have that smart response right away. You may also find trends or patterns that are worth noting and addressing if you do this consistently. Your biggest growth opportunities could become very clear to you simply by reflecting on what's working and what's not throughout your interactions and your experiences with others. And there you have it. One hour a day can be transformative to your way that you're making an impact in your organization. And remember, You don't have to commit to an hour a day every single day starting tomorrow or even today. That might be too overwhelming. But what you could do is you could go block off that hour somewhere, maybe even once a week and start with that and then add more time as you get into your routine. Remember, you're still being productive during that time. You have reflected, you've put together your plan, you've met with your team and you moved that big rock forward, whether it was getting someone on your team unstuck or moving forward on your most important initiative. So you're definitely productive during that time. So don't think of that time as time that you're not getting work done. It is the work. Part of your job is to reflect, plan, manage your team and move things forward. So just do it in a very laser focused format like I'm describing here so that you can do it quickly, efficiently, and make sure that your day is as productive as possible. I hope you found this valuable as you think about how you can improve your productivity 
so you can continue to thrive in your organization. That's it for today. Now go make a big impact in the world. And if you would like help with a template for this and guidance for how to use this one-hour manager resource, make sure you join us for the PMO Strategies Inner Circle Membership Program. You can go to pmostrategies.com forward slash membership to find out how you can make a bigger impact with all of our training and templates and tools and other resources. Have a great day. Bye-bye for now.